Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to A Few Things, where we give our greatest discoveries the podcast they deserve. I'm Claire Mazur. And I'm Erica Cerullo. This show is brought to you by Avakind. Find out more and sign up for our newsletter at avakind.com. Do it. Yeah. What are you loving on avakind.com? Um, I am, what am I loving on avakind.com? I just bought um, from our recently launched school and office supplies uh, category the this rubber band paper block the brand is called rubber band yeah it's not made of rubber bands no it is the most beautiful little stack of I guess you would call it a notepad yeah totally of paper it's like two post-it sizes two post-it notes with long, long. Yeah. yeah I would say yeah it is so I have I've discussed this on this very podcast before but I have this method with my um to-do list that it, I don't it works for me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, to in, try to get anybody else on board with it would be like a whole thing. It would but be, it works for you. Right. But basically what it is, is I have my master to-do list in a notebook. And then I take what I want to get done that day and I put it on a post-it. Yeah. But then if throughout the day I have new things that I want to add to the post-it, there's often not room. And mm-hmm. then things become illegible on the this post-it. This is why you need a double wide. This is why I need a double wide. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I have found that the, that the little pieces of paper from this paper block which are also just the perfect shade of goldenrod very hot for 2018 <laughs> goldenrod! very oh, hot for 2018 most. mark my words also um, graph graph lines which i freaking love i have something to say after this keep going okay anyway it's just the perfect size and you know i always have that thing where when i run out of room i can't read my to-do list item and it's usually a really inconsequential to-do list item but it keeps me up all night that has been happening less because I have more room now to write out my to-do list and it's legibly yeah legibly it is just the perfect size for writing the amount the, the number of things you can get done in a day no more no less that's great that was a yeah. great um so the thing I was thinking about we talk we you and I have been talking about how um, this golden golden rod, um, mm-hmm. sunflower yellow or whatever is like the next millennial pink. Yeah, yeah. Because you know everybody knows what millennial pink is the like yeah. blushy 
Glossier color. Yeah, and then Joanna Goddard wrote a post on Cup of Joe about how much she's loving those two colors combined. Interesting. Yeah. Um, here's what I read recently. Um, that like Kelly Green or Stan Smith Green mm. maybe is like um Gen Z Green. I totally buy that. Yeah, that's Gen Z Green. Because you know what? I remember it as being the second coming of Kate Spade. Like when Kate yeah, Spade yeah, broke yeah, yeah, out of... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because the tags were that color. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, the yeah. Kate Spade tags yeah. were that color? Yeah. It was like when... Like grass green. Oh, a grass like green. gap grass yeah, exactly. as a scent. Yeah. And I remember when that color started getting... I think it must have been like early 2000s is my guess. Um, yeah, totally. Because I just remember that color being used really prominently places and being like, yes, why have we been waiting so long to use this color? So it's um, coming back around. I'm totally on board yeah. with that. I love it. For a new generation that is not your generation. But, I, but you can you can do what you want with it. I mean, you can you. get into Gen Z green. Do you think... As long as I thought you were going to say purple because you had such a look on your face, like, like an I evil was a little look like you were about to ruin my life or something. No. Okay. Don't worry. I wasn't going to talk about purple on this podcast. Thank I'm you. not rude. We had to do something the other day where we had to collaborate on an art project and Erica pulled out a purple marker. It was the like biggest act of aggression I've ever seen from her <laughs> yeah, directed totally. right at me. Totally. Ugh. I'm sorry. What are we talking about today? Um, moving. Um, Ugh. So even worse than purple. Oh my gosh. It's been a real summer of moves for us. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to catalog them. Okay. Um, which happened first? Did your move into your ap- apartment happen first or did our office No, move? we moved into our office first because there was a brief period of about three weeks um, where you could I, walk to work. I could walk to work in all of two minutes because I was living in Dumbo and our office was in Dumbo. Unfortunately, I couldn't really enjoy it because at that point, my impending move was already like a month behind. I didn't know if it was ever going to happen because we were dealing with really complicated legal stuff. And so I was just actually a a ball of anxiety in human form for three straight weeks. Totally. Um, So we moved offices right before Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. Um, We'd been working out of the financial district for five years, um, which like in terms of office time, that's a long time to to be somewhere. And we'd accumulated so much junk. Um, I mean, we still had stuff from when we shared the space with um, Jamie and Kevin of Ann Street Studio. We still had stuff from when Stowaway, the cosmetics company, subletter. Yep, (laughs) totally. No. And we still have more of that stuff than Mm -hmm. I would like. Yeah. Yeah. I will say. Yeah. Um, then you moved. Mm-hmm. Um, then I moved from Dumbo to Bed-Stuy. And it, like, this is interesting, into a bigger space. Yes. Um, which I feel like is like a, a totally different type of moving strat. Well, and it, and it was a, it's a place we bought. So I'm planning on probably living there maybe until I die. So that's yeah. been a whole other mindset. 100%. Yeah. And then Thomas, my husband, um, is splitting his time or is like spending a lot of time You've working. You started this all wrong. You moved into your second home. Yeah, totally. You, right. you acquired a second home. Yeah, I moved <laughs> into my second home in Minneapolis, the place where everybody gets a second. Like so many people have second homes in Minneapolis when they live in New York. It like makes perfect <laughs> sense. Um, Minneapolis is really Listen, wonderful. Listen, someone's got to start the trend. Yeah, totally. And I think you're the perfect person for Yeah, it. well, I am the person who's doing it. Um, <laughs> Minneapolis is really wonderful as we've okay, talked you about can... on this podcast previously. But I wasn't planning on having a second home there. You can explain why now. Now that you've led with the glamour of it all. Yeah, now that I've set this up correctly. Um, So my husband got a job um, that requires him to spend a good amount of time there. And so we have a second apartment in Minneapolis. 
And in some ways, it's really exciting to be like, oh, I'm going to outfit this place from scratch. And in other ways, you're like, that means I need like a second spatula. Thomas will also do this thing when he, we were talking about him moving, where he'll be like, I just need a mattress on a card table. And I'm like, you're insane. Like, you are just a total nut. Um, I, I was not the Thomas in the situation of our move, but I was the one where like Chris was like, okay, we got to start thinking about buying stuff furniture like necessary things and I was like oh no I'm not ready to do that yet he was like why and I was like because we have to be like we have to consider all of the options everything has to be perfect like this is our home now this is where we've like spent all of this time and money to make this place perfect like I will not have an ugly trash can in here do you think we can talk about the plungers or is it yeah no I think the plungers are actually the perfect example of this so I you know as as it often is buying a home, especially buying a home in New York, was this really long, drawn out, stressful process. And Arduous, we, yeah. is I think the word. And we found a place that was like beyond my wildest dreams, like bigger and nicer than I ever thought we could have. And I was I was so happy. So I, you know, built up in my head how perfect and beautiful and shelter Maggie this place would would Nancy Meyer's visions of this place were not enough. That's that's exactly <laughs> right. So when we moved in and Chris was like, all right, well, we need like toilet scrubbers because they put the like weird like I, I wish they hadn't done this. They put in weird Japanese toilets that don't have enough water in them. So he's um, like, we need the scrubber. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll get them eventually. Like, it's on my list. Like, I, I'm working my way through. You know, he's like, no, we just like, why can't we just like get them from Home Depot? Yeah. And I was like, because like, they're ugly. I went away for one weekend. I came home and there's three bathrooms in the home and all three of them had the exact same plunger from Home Depot. It was a plunger scrubber combo <laughs> and it looks like a figure eight their base it looks like yeah it looks like a figure eight it's like from the era where um people who produced plungers and designed plungers realized that that apple had really tapped into something and if they yeah. just made everything white and have rounded corners it would look designed yeah um so now thank we- you jonathan ives <laughs> we really appreciate it <laughs> so chris was like so it, so he left his own devices he went and brought back those and i was so upset about it and for like you know for like three weeks or something every time someone would come over i would feel the need to call out like that's not staying <laughs> <laughs> that and I finally broken that where now I'm just like the whole place is a mess and clearly not together. So think what you will of it. But that was like my thing where people would come see the house and you'd be like, and this is the kitchen and this is the closet. And that little toilet scrubbers plunger duo, each with its own little house attached to it, not staying. Well, because I think the interesting thing is that you very much understood that it was going to take a long time for this place mm-hmm. to come together, that it wasn't going to be an yeah. immediate thing. But we're also unwilling to buy certain things until like you found the right ones. I've been completely paralyzed by the pressure I've put on myself to make this place look nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, and so it's like I have, I've barely, for a while I like couldn't even start the process of searching because I was like the entire internet is at my disposal and there's all these listicles of the best place to buy Japanese design items on the internet and like I, how do I and even some of start? these sites aren't even in English. So I mean, how yeah. could I? And Chris was like, OK, but we need trash cans. We need this. So I so there were certain things where he was like, if you don't buy a trash can for by next week, I'm going to pick them out. And I know you don't want me to do that. So you better do it. Um, I definitely have some of this experience, too, where I just refuse to not buy like the best version of yes. something. Yeah, I um, agree. 
And, you know, listen, this is very like this is a very us thing. This mm-hmm. is not shocking. Yeah. But refuse to not buy the best version of something. So if I'm going to buy a can opener, I want it to just be the best can well, opener. Well, because do you want to buy? I mean, this is. Yeah, do I want to buy so 14 us. can right, openers exactly. in my life? You want to have one no. you're have for the rest of your life. Thank you. Yeah. So I put together, you know, I take the time to go to Sweet Home or yeah. whoever, yeah. wherever I'm like yeah. going to get my reviews of things. Mm-hmm. And I was a subscriber of Consumer Reports for Kids. I've been doing this for a <laughs> long too. time, you know. Yeah. Um, and found the like found the can opener that I wanted. And I think Thomas was offended by the price of it, which was definitely not even crazy, but he was, and but like more than that was just offended by the process of right. everything of being like, you cannot do this mm-hmm. for like every, every single, single thing. thing. You can't do this for the plunger. You can't do this for like mm-hmm. the can opener. This cannot be the thing. Yeah. So his act of aggression uh-huh. was buying a can opener at the grocery store. Wow. Yeah. At like, you know, our like, you know, not even our favorite bodega. It's <laughs> like even. the other bodega of being like, this thing was $2 and is going to work. You know, and he packed that in a suitcase and took it to Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, totally. You know, it does make me feel better that you guys have this issue because sometimes I'm like, will our marriage last? Even though we, <laughs> because it seems like such a fundamental like difference in life philosophies. Like, do you go to the trouble of researching the thing that you know you're going to have forever? Or do you just get the damn thing done? And Chris is always, always like, whatever's easiest like if I'm ever like do you like this dress or that dress he's like the one you're wearing yeah the one you, you know? don't have to take off <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. and that's it like I we will get the toilet plunger that is most immediately accessible to us yes yeah. um, the one closest to checkout that's right <laughs> yeah, totally. and it drives me crazy and he refuses to budge on this philosophy and sometimes I really wonder I'm just like is this gonna break us as a family no, but I think it's I mean I think this is a balance that's required because otherwise what if this paralysis spread throughout your entire household I mean, you're right. So the one thing that I did actually, the the funny thing is that when I actually broke on, decided that this paralysis was could not run my life anymore. It was on a really big decision. It was on a couch. Yeah, no, it was a surprising (laughs) one, actually. It was really weird. But I think the explanation of why you needed this couch Mm -hmm. with the immediacy that you did, it says so much about you in such a specific way. I, every morning, I have to have my coffee immediately. I am, in fact, still and made some progress this weekend waging the war to get the coffee maker moved to our bedroom. Um, there have been a lot of people voting pro for this. I am con. <laughs> I am, like, very con. I would like the audience to know that some important context, which is that our bedroom is on the... We have, like, a long, narrow, tall, skinny house. Like our many bedroom people is on the, in America have <laughs> stairs. <laughs> our bedroom's on the third floor, and the kitchen is on the first floor. I just know that before you weigh in. They're not, like... Okay, anyway. <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. Steep stairs. My my bones are creaky in the morning. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it always hurts. And so, your, your other case for having this coffee maker in the bedroom is that hotels have them. Yes! I... Which I think is <laughs> such a weird how case. I pitched my voice, yeah. Scott. Which I think is such a I weird case. Because I made that case this weekend over dinner. I was, yeah, totally. I anyway. also you also eat your food and your bed like Some, in a hotel. So yeah. you know, it's it's a different way of living. It's than true. At home, it's but anyway, true. Keep anyway. Going. So part of my morning routine is I have to have coffee immediately, ideally in the same room where I've slept. That's not the case right now. But then I have to lay down while I drink it. Um, that's the crazy part guys <laughs> if you couldn't tell that's the crazy part I just have to be horizontal while I'm drinking it and I read I like catch up on the news and then I slowly come to life and then start my day but how do you even I know the topic of this podcast yeah. isn't how Claire drinks her coffee um 
how do you even drink it while lying down? Well, I'm propped up. I'd say I'm like at a 45 degree angle. But you spill it all over yourself oh, on the couch all the time. I often spill it all over myself. It's true. I do. Okay. Um, although I would say that the couch we bought, we bought a couch from Article. We can link to it in the recap. It's a pretty couch. I would say that the way it's constructed it actually lends itself pretty well to this act and to not spilling because it has higher arms than uh, the last couch. I see. So I'm propped I see. up pretty well. But it was it, one of the things that... Um, that someone said to me about moving and like manage because I, I really struggle with change. I'm terrible with it. It's like always when I get depressed is when there's big changes in my life. And somebody said, identify the routines that are really important to you and just figure out a way to to get those going immediately. So obviously running was one and like figure out what your running path is going to do so that you can start that the minute you move in. Well, the other one for me is my morning lay down with the coffee thing. Mm-hmm, and I didn't have it for a long time because there was no couch. Yeah. And I didn't know when I was going to get it. And finally, I found article, this couch that I was like, you know what? This couch might not live down here forever. Maybe we'll move it into another room in the house. Maybe it won't even live in our house forever. Maybe we'll sell it. I just freaking need a couch. And one day I just impulsively pulled a trigger on a couch and I've been much happier ever since. That's wonderful to hear. Thanks. It's going to move up to our bedroom eventually, I think. I think I like it. I like I like the idea of it there. Yeah, that's a luxury, having a couch in your bedroom. Oh my gosh, right? tell me about it for sure. That's um, why now I want the coffee machine there too so that I can drink Because it's your, it's your suite. It's not your bedroom, it's your, it's <laughs> it your suite. That's right, it's a master suite. I think I really experienced how much you hate change this summer when mm-hmm. we had these multiple moves all happening because you were really dreading the office move, mm-hmm. like really aggressively, like kind of hated this space. And yeah. it was kind of like, I fucking hate this place. I can't believe we're moving into it, blah, blah, blah. I loved our old place so much. Totally. It, it was a wonderful office. Yeah. And then the first day we moved into the <laughs> space, you're like, yeah, you're right. I think it's better. <laughs> I think it's better. And I was like, we're like two hours in and you're already a convert. Okay, great. It's a lot bigger. It still has the world's shiniest floors. Yes, they look it looks like an ice skating rink. <laughs> when we moved in, our um someone who was working for us at the time, Colin, bought wheelies. Is that what they're called? Or Heelys? Heelys. Heelys. Shoes they're... shoes with we with wheels in them so he could just like, like ice skater skate boy around shoes. Our, yeah, yeah. Ice skate around our office. Um what would you say are the biggest um biggest wins of your mini app your move into your second home? <sighs> biggest wins. Um I this is really random. Um, there were really pleasant encounters with people on Craigslist. Um, Interesting. Yeah. What did you get on Craigslist? I haven't been on Craigslist in so long. These I feel were, like these were so- both Thomas purchases okay. because I also feel like I've never had a great Craigslist experience, so I don't even fully like go down the rabbit hole as hard as I probably should. He bought a record player and he bought a bike on mm. Craigslist. Okay. Both purchases he like found before he moved there. And I would reached... invite Thomas on the podcast to discuss what search terms he's using on Craigslist. Well, to find I think these I think he's also really specific. He was like, "What if like what if I could get this like 1970s record player that I love that's like a design icon piece like on Craigslist?" And he could. But why search on Craigslist and not eBay? He does both. Okay. He definitely searches both. Okay. Um, but like totally, these were both situations of just like dumb luck. Okay. Of, like searching for this thing and being like, oh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then reaching out to people. And in both cases, he was like, hey, I'm not going to be there for two weeks. I know this is crazy, but would you be down to like hold it? And you're not you can't you're not supposed to pay people on Craigslist. He didn't pay people on Craigslist. Hmm. Um, and both people were like, 
sure. Um, And I think, I don't know, maybe like, maybe it's just coming off as a really sane person and writing a really sane email on Craigslist that someone's Mm -hmm. like, this person doesn't seem terrible to interact with. I would rather do this like right. and like have this thing in my house for another two weeks mm-hmm. than to deal with a potential right. crazy person. Totally I don't know. Through. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, he could have totally bailed. Um, but I don't. And I also think that both of these people felt very strongly about these items going to a good home. Mm. Um, and I well, think he was searching for such specific things, such specific things yeah. that dudes like fanboy out about. Right. Um, so I think maybe he expressed interest in a way that like made people feel very comfortable letting him adopt their, I can imagine their Thomas things. having done that. <laughs> totally. I, I can imagine something. Like um, that. I also tried to use this experience to get to like buy a couple of nicer things or just like, not, I don't know, like partially that, but like partially just to go to like explore different stores mm-hmm. in Minneapolis. Oh, that's nice. Um, a way as to get a, to know. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to just like straight up, like buying everything on the internet. Although there was some of that, we were mm-hmm. like furnishing a whole apartment and still have, you know, a separate apartment. Right. Um, but there were two stores that I was kind of obsessed with. This, this place, Danish Teak Modern, mm. um, which is like a fancy um, vintage furniture store. I bought, um, I bought Thomas a Bruneau chair mm. um, for his... Uh, for like graduating for for getting a PhD. Do you like the sound Um, I made in reaction? Like I didn't know that wasn't. Yeah, it was like news to you. Interesting. How kind of you. Yeah, totally. Um, So that I bought there, which felt like a very like specific and special experience to be Mm -hmm. able to walk into the store and pick this thing up the day that we got there Mm -hmm. um, to sort of like, you know, I don't know. It welcomed us to Minneapolis. Um, And then we also went to this um, cute little vintage store that I'm kind of obsessed with on Instagram called Arley Park. Um, it is very good at they are very good at Instagram stories. I think I've showed you. Yeah. Um, they're like they just like know what they're doing in that way that you're like everybody should be doing it like this. Um Yeah. Is there anything you still haven't bought that you're still looking for? Mm. Mm I don't think so. I still um, haven't bought towels because Chris gave me a budget of fifty dollars per, which you would think would be enough, but I have convinced myself that that we need really fancy towels. Um, you know, the Wamsada towels, um, we purchased those for Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. And I'm super into them. How much Thomas were they? is super into them. Um, I think right around, I think right around there. When I say it out loud, I'm really embarrassed. A, that's so expensive. Why Why can I not? But I just, I want the fancy waffly ones. Yeah. These are not you know? waffly, but they are definitely like hotel towels. They're the that, fancy yeah. soft ones. Yeah. Fancy soft ones. It's going to have, sure. something's going to have to give because we're getting a lot of house guests in the next couple of months. So I'm going to have to buy some towels out. It maybe, maybe you'll link to those one set of towels for me in, in the recap. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can buy them. Um, what are the things, what are the things that you have purchased that you feel good about? Oh, great question. I got this, um, towel rack so the walls in most of the bathrooms in the place are stone yeah um or like granite um which me and there weren't any towel racks put up um and I was like oh my god how are we going to deal with this there's like you can make them kind of higher because they're drywall above a certain point and then the idea obviously you can imagine the um the sense of dread I felt about searching for the perfect brass towel bar to like match whatever totally. hardware was already in there. And then I found that this line of this obviously Japanese line of homewares that you and I both love called Yamazaki yeah. makes a leaning towel bar that just sort of leans up against the wall. It's like a ladder thing. Yeah, it's like or like yeah, mini it's ladder. Sort of like a ladder. It's it, it's funny. It looks when you, you lean it right up against the wall and it looks like it's like coming out of the wall. Hmm. I liked it so much that I bought two. We have two now. I feel great about it. 
Oh, another thing I bought from Thing Industries is the sacrificial chair. Um, that thing's awesome. It's amazing. It is. It's a really funny piece. Um, it the idea behind it is that there's always that chair in your bedroom that never gets sat on. It is there. Just only throw all your shit put, on it. Yeah, to put your stuff on it. So it's a non-functional chair. You can't sit in it. It's really just for you to put your stuff on, and it's a great piece. And I highly recommend it. Um. I think to go back to what you were talking about before with like the not buying the plungers or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think that Chris should and that we all should commend. Um, mm -hmm. You're like fighting the urge to not fill up the space just with like stuff immediately. Thank Cause you. I think there's so much pressure. I don't know. I feel it whenever mm -hmm. I move into anything to just like get it done and to be happy with it and to take a picture and to be like, yes, it's done. It's done. It's done. I have like right. all the throw pillows. I have the art, whatever. Well, it's funny because I... I spent enough. I spend enough time in our world where I do read that advice all the time. That like take your time. Like really, you know, you'll fight the urge to do it all at once. And I went into this note really thinking it's not going to get done at once. I'm not going to succumb to that. Why would I? Right? Yeah, yeah. But I really do know why one does, and it's not just because like you have a compulsive need to shop. It's because it's not fun to live in a place that doesn't feel like a home. And yeah, I really, like, yeah. that is really wearing at me right now where I'm just like, I love our new house. I don't so much enjoy being there because mm. it, 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 it's not comfy. It's not a home yet. Yeah, you know? yeah, and we're yeah, working yeah. on it and I'm so excited to be making progress on it. And there are certain parts of it that are comfortable and that are coming along. But um, you really like start to take for granted just like having a living room set up and, and a dining room set up and that stuff and a, a comfortable place to watch TV and that you look forward to coming home to means so much. I mean, obviously, the, you know, just having a home at all is a, a privilege uh, and not and especially right now, a lot of people are out of their homes um, because of this damn hurricane season. But um, I get why people rush it because there is like something really wonderful about having it done. I think we're going to get there, though. I think you're also going to make smarter decisions for it, which is something yeah. I've seen even with our office. Um, I feel like so much anxiety about just getting our office organized mm -hmm. and a place where we can find everything and yeah. feel like a lot of like, oh, my God, if I have to like go digging for batteries again. Yes. Um, but I do really appreciate that we've now been in the space for a few months mm -hmm. and we can now make decisions around like what kind of storage we need and where we want to put those things instead of having done it on the first day that we moved totally. in and just made bad decisions. Well, I mean, obviously, Tidy Tova was an integral part of obviously. my move. That goes without and saying. And it's part of the office That's move, true. She came, so she did, so to, to speak again to this idea of like doing everything at once, the one thing I did do immediately, like in the first two days was that Tova and I worked together to get absolutely everything out of boxes. So everything had a place within the first days, even if I didn't feel like it was like set up, I, we didn't have all the furniture. That really, really helped. But now I'm at a state having stage having lived there for a couple months where I kind of want her to come back. And because now I know where how you actually use yeah, the space. how I actually use the space. Yeah. I do think there's that thing of like get everything out of boxes because nothing is worse than living with boxes. But but then you do have to sort of reassess. Well, it's the same thing I feel whenever I move to a new neighborhood and, you know, the first couple of weeks you're there. I'm mm -hmm. like, this is like I go to this restaurant or like this is my thing or this mm -hmm. is my walk to work. And then six months later, it's all different because totally. you've actually like found the you mm -hmm. found your way. Yeah. Um, but immediately when you land, you have a totally different take on totally. it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Two other really good pieces of advice I got. One was that to carve out a place that I could be comfortable working 
Yeah. Which I thought was really true because it was giving on top of all of the other anxieties that I was feeling about everything, not feeling like I could just sit down with my computer and get any get something done was driving me insane. So that was a huge thing to sort of address immediately. And then the other thing was somebody was like, you're going to make mistakes. Totally. Like you're going to yeah, buy yeah, the yeah. wrong thing and hate it and then get something else. And I was yeah. like, okay, I can give myself that permission. Although <laughs> I... I promised I was going to bring up that Shaker furniture designer, Thomas Moser, and I am. Chris and I went to the showroom this weekend to look at the chairs there because we have some vintage ones for my family, and we were thinking about buying more to go with them. And it's really hard to buy a chair because you're like, I don't know what this is comfortable. I just like, I've only I just sat, sat in it for, right now. Right, for five yeah. minutes. And I was like, do people ever come back with like a book and just sit and read and she was like oh all the time people just come with their newspapers and I was like and I was like and they just tell you I'm just gonna sit here for a couple hours and she was like well yeah people just have back problems you know it's like a serious thing so they don't you can't tell I guess the whole sharper image store was based on (laughs) built on this model so she was like yeah you sometimes you know a chair feels great for the first hour it's not until hour two it really starts kicking in wow this makes me feel so much more comfortable with any neuroses that i feel about yeah that's how i thought i really thought chris is not going to give you shit for overthinking anything anymore because people just show up at this store and like sit Um, there in a chair actually chris at that point said um let me make sure i get it right as she was talking about the importance of making sure you're comfortable chris looked this saleswoman dead in the eye and just goes comfort is a precursor to death (laughs) i was like what we're leaving (laughs) bye i apologize (laughs) so i don't know what chris's take on any of this is everything is chris everything (laughs) is um so no he was just like let's choose a chair we like and get out of here we didn't but But to be continued yeah that's right um Hey, you've been listening to a few things. <laughs> That's um, right. If you want episodes that aren't on moving, we got some of those too. Yeah. Um, listen on what? iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, probably SoundCloud. Yeah, probably. I, I don't even know how you'd find us on SoundCloud, but I think we're on Let there. Let us know if you can. Yeah. Um, email us if you have topics you want us to cover at a few things at ofakind.com. If you want to advertise, it's a thing. Um, hit Do us it. Hit us up at advertising at ofakind.com. That's the show. So many of you guys write in and ask about our theme song. It is called Butterfield East, and it is composed and performed by the Soulful Saints. You can check them out over at DallaRecords.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.